Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less. Today's movie we're going to be talking about is Pontypool. It's directed by Bruce McDonald, written by Tony Burgess, starring Stephen McHattie. We actually just reviewed a movie called Come to Daddy. He was in that. Stephen McHattie as Grant Mazzy, Lisa Houle as Sidney Breyer, Georgina Riley as Laurel Ann Drummond, and... Prant Alanak as Dr. Mendez. I think I got that right. Yeah, you did that first try, I think. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm butchering it back and forth for... First first take for the whole beginning. That was first take, just fucking right through, barreling through it. Uh, the plot is a radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in. With that in mind, 30 screams or less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Pontypool? So this is one of those movies that is considered a cult classic. I mean, you go on Reddit, you go on any horror forums, bloody disgusting. Pontypool's always up there as one of, like I said, that's a cult classic horror film. Um, I enjoyed this quite a bit. It was different. Um, It came out in 2008. I feel like it was way ahead of its time. I mean, obviously the whole COVID thing, a lot of it, I feel like COVID was a lot of this. And again, this came out in 2008, so... And yeah, before, like before the zombie thing finally or really took off anyway. Right. Uh, you know, what it actually did really remind me of was Bird Box. So it had a little bit of a Bird Box feel to it, except Bird Box is obviously way later. So was Bird Box an influence from this movie? Because I've never heard of Pontypool. This is like the first time I've heard of it. You mentioned it today and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And then we are here right now doing the podcast. I can definitely see why it's a cult classic. Uh, You got to get me on these Reddit boards, man, because clearly you're finding out about a lot of these movies on there. I liked it to an extent. Uh, The first 20 minutes or so, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Like, are we going to get Paul Giamatti in this thing and be like, you are the fucking Antichrist? I I felt the same way, man. Like you said, it was 20 minutes, maybe even longer than that, where really nothing happened. It was just grant using his fucking sexy ass voice on the radio you know he had a great voice for radio he did it was him and sydney and uh what's her name laurel ann yeah who looked like anna ferris you think so i think so a little bit my girlfriend pointed it out and i was like you know what you're right she does have a bit of an anna ferris look to her yeah okay a little bit might be just the eyebrows (laughs) so yeah 21 minutes into this movie, literally nothing's happening. It's just Grant talking on the radio to the small town in Ontario, Canada, that whoever decides they want to listen to this kind of radio dish jockey stuff. This is like clearly talk radio, no music, nothing like that. It's just all talk. Some people are into that. I mean, hey, people listen to podcasts, so I guess that's a thing now. But probably back during that time, podcasts were still kind of making their like way up onto the internet and... Talk radio was a thing. 
for me, I don't know if I can get down on talk radio. I just like listening to my music, but also I don't listen to radio anymore anyways. Yeah. I mean, not many people do. Like I have a, like a serious lifetime subscription that I couldn't tell you the last time I used it just because I listen to podcasts and music. That's pretty much my day, you know? Yeah. I had Sirius XM for a little while and it was really just so I can have it from my grandmother. Like listening to the, um, Howard Stern. Exactly. She liked listening to Howard Stern. No, the Frank Sinatra station. She loved listening to that. And it was cheap rent just buying that for her. But I had it. I had my own radio in the car. It was good. Not great. Uh, They still hit me up, even though like I freaking canceled it like a year ago. It's almost like every month. Hey, uh, $5 if you want to come back. I'm like, no, I'm good. Too expensive. It's like $40 a month for that shit. Dude, like I forget how long it was. Like 10, 15 years, maybe even longer than that. I got my first serious receiver for uh, one of my very first cars. And. I somehow got a lifetime subscription for 500 bucks. Holy shit. And they, well, I, were, I probably would have taken advantage of it too then. Yeah, they don't even offer that shit. I don't even think they offer them anymore. Oh, God, no. No, they want that monthly money. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, and, and you'll have to transfer it between cars. I have to pay a fee every fucking time, but they honor the lifetime at least. Well, that's good. Hey, you know what? What's the fee? Probably like 50 bucks. It's like 50 or 75 bucks. Hey, whatever. Think of how much money you're saving monthly two radios forty dollars a month yeah yeah easy crazy it's so expensive but um with that in mind radio so 21 minutes into this grant's still just talking uh he's doing his whole shtick where he's got the eye in the sky and he doesn't want to listen to the producer of the radio station he just wants to do his own thing and take no prisoners and you know, be that kind of that disc jockey. Are we calling them disc jockeys, radio hosts? What do you want to call them? I think disc jockey is what they're called. DJ, right? Yeah. Well, DJ. We got to call them DJs. So this DJ, he's doing his own thing, playing by his own rules, being the hothead that he is. I don't know, whatever he wants to do. They're all like hired guns anyways. They all go to their fucking radio stations like Opie and Anthony. They jump from radio station to radio station. Now they're on Sirius XM, I think. So anyways, he gets a call in from Ken, who's like their eye in the sky. And Ken's starting to tell him of upcoming events, like something's happening, that they're getting word of this riot of sorts at this doctor's office. And they're like kind of the first people to really find out about this whole thing. And at this point, we still don't even really know what's going on in the movie. I mean, you see it like on the plot. It tells you it's like a deadly virus outbreak but we really don't even know. It's very vague. And this is what I mean. It's like, it's a very slow burn of a movie. It really does take some time to kick in at the 21 minute mark. I think that's where Ken called in is like, Hey, shit's hitting the fan. Here's what's going on. So that was like probably one of my favorite parts of the movie when Ken called in and he was describing everything that was going on in the outside world to everyone at the radio station. Like you could Mm -hmm. hear, you could hear in his voice how scared he was and like, Sydney just all of a sudden she starts freaking out. She doesn't want to hear it anymore. She literally is like, I don't want to listen to someone get killed on the air, which eventually happens. Yep. Yep. And he, he dies while on the fucking air with them. Yeah, but he doesn't even die. But you could pretty much consider him dead at that point because all he's doing is just repeating the same word over and over and over. And he keeps yeah. doing it. And that's how you know they're infected is that they keep repeating the same things over and over and over. And like it starts off with they just repeat it a couple times and then it just builds and builds. But we don't know yet how this even happens. And honestly, I don't even think we find out ever 
how it happened. No. It's just that it's happening. So when this happens to Ken, when he's on the radio with Ken there or on the call there, uh, Grant just started randomly freaking out and started yelling at everyone. So at that point, I thought he was infected, too. I did, too. I thought he was infected as well. But it ended up being Laurel Ann who just started repeating those words over and over again. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's when they discovered she was cooked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She started just repeating uh, this one phrase over and over and. The doctor that came in, he saw it and he's like, we got to go. And, you know, the doctor and Sydney, they both just go into the ISO room, the isolation room where the DJ is hanging out and doing his thing. Uh, so they're in there. The doctor calls it a lifeboat because they can't hear you in there. So those ISO booths are meant to be sound canceling like crazy. So you're not supposed to be able to hear these DJs unless you heard them over the loudspeaker. That's how so, you feel. So you mentioned the doctor. Did you think it was hilarious as I did when the first time we meet the doctor is he just crawls through a window in the radio station? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like some sort of infected person, but he was just like sliding in backwards, like Superman <laughs> style. He just opens a window and slides in. Yeah, it was so weird. And she's like, excuse me. You know, like it's nothing like, excuse me, what are you doing here? That type deal. Even though I would have been like, bro. I would have started like almost attacking if this guy just slid in through my window and I don't know who the fuck it is. There's some shit going on outside. I probably would have straight up attacked. Yeah. But no, I I was like, I'm I'm doctor. I'm a doctor. They had no idea who he was at the time. Like shit's hitting the fan and people are just losing it on the outside, you know? Oh, absolutely. What did you think of this guy's acting? Because I thought his acting was bad. It was atrocious. And Honestly, didn't I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Yeah, I don't think he had a ton of words until he started just repeating a bunch of shit over and over. And I couldn't tell, though, whether he was going crazy or whether he was infected. Like, did you know? Because I, I had no clue. We never talked about Grant getting cucked. Oh, yeah, that's right. We never talked about that. <laughs> we can or, go back because it's important. It's him. Im- oh, shit. You are right. So this movie, um, we created these bullet points for this sole reason because it's like, oh, okay. So first of all, Grant gets cucked. He was trying to actually tell the audience about what the hell was going on. And all of a sudden, this fucking weird group walks into the radio station. I'm like, what is this? This group, the... uh, I don't know if it was the father or something, but there's one guy, he's dressed up as Osama bin Laden, and he's got a, an, an Uzi. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, <laughs> they, they, just let it, like, they just let him in? Just You don't know. Also, a white man dressed up as Osama bin Laden, like, oh, okay. But then there was like this same family. and They had a name, what, too. What, I'm trying to remember know. what the name of the group was. I don't know. It was clearly ridiculous. If you can find it, cool. If not, I don't care because it was such a dumb, random thing to even put in there. It didn't even need to be put in there that like that stupidly, stupidly, whatever. So what happened is he was trying to report the news. This group comes in. The producer, Sydney, she basically cocks him and just stops him from being able to read the news to people. What the hell's going on? And instead have this family come on and sing their little song, like do an interview and sing their song. Meanwhile, one's dressed up like Osama bin Laden. Another girl is like basically in blackface. She's got a brown painting color on her face. And it's like, oh, like I, I, uh, I cringed a little bit when I saw that. I was like, it's not that good. But 
Uh, so they do their little song, and that's when the little girl starts repeating the same thing over and over and over. Grant looked at her like, you know, that girl's a little weird. What the hell is happening with her? And I think that's the first instance where we see uh, people start to repeat something over and over, and that something might be up. But that part was so fucking weird. It was... They could have had just some sort of happy-go-lucky family come in and interview like they're the fucking Partridge family. Things would have been fine. I want to, like, rewatch this, though, soon, because now that we know what the secret word was that's fucking people up, like, I want to see, like, in that scene with the with the group singing, was that word ever said? Oh, shit. I don't, I don't a good remember. Point. Yeah, if that word was said and it went out on the air. Oh, actually, also, the little girl repeating what she was saying was that also on the air and everyone heard it and now people were infected because of that like she's almost patient zero but not quite i actually love that whole concept it took me a minute to kind of grasp the fact that these people were getting infected by words like yeah. like language is the weapon in this movie not you know bioweapons or anything like that so what do you think it was then we did you think it was some sort of evil entity that was able to jump from word to word infecting people or like the environment or what? What do you think? I mean, it. I know what we know what it is now at the time. Yeah. Like I thought it was just going to be your typical zombie movie. Yeah. Like you know, she some, got bit or some, something. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, she got bit or like some science facility fucking exploded and spread the disease everywhere. And But yeah, like basically. these people were basically completely normal. It was like 28 days later again, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I mean, 28 days later, they're obviously getting infected by blood. That's all bloodborne stuff. This one is strictly words, which when I first heard that, I was a little taken back. Not going to lie. I was like, seriously? That's, That's what's it, causing it. It sounded super corny because it was just out of the blue that this doctor just tells everyone after he gets to the radio station that words are what's making people sick. Yeah. And he's like, it's words. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, man. I think his delivery, too, of that news just made it even cringier for me. I'm just like, I already don't like this guy's acting. Now he's telling me that this whole thing is a result of words. And I'm oh. like, okay, all right. I'm like, all right, I'll bite. I'll bite. I'm invested now at this point. It, it took me a little while, honestly, to be okay with it because they ran with it. Like, they actually explained things the deeper we got into the movie. Yeah, yeah. There was a reason for it kind of thing. It wasn't just some stupid plot yep. that made no sense. Yeah. And I want to let the audience know this, by the way, is that the majority of this movie is just happening in this one room. So there's like not a ton to talk about, but when there are things to talk about, they're big moments in this movie. So they're like really important things like uh, finding out that it's all word based. So now they have to be quiet. Do they have to like not talk? Can they only just write? What is it? They're still not sure. But they did get that message in, Corey. Remember that message that took over the radio? And then they decided to translate it. And at the end of the translation, it said, don't translate this message. And they're like, oh, fuck, we fucked up. <laughs> yep. Yep. They were trying to say, like, use a different language. Don't use English. Apparently, English is like the reason why this is all happening. It's word-based. It's English only, apparently. And that's how it's spreading. So that's something else they decide to do to try and stop the spread as they start speaking in French. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was a good idea. And uh, I don't know what language the doctor was speaking in, but clearly it wasn't English. I looked at my subtitles and they basically errored out. Whatever you were like, using to watch it didn't even know. Nope. Whatever I was using, they were like, nope, 
cannot compute. I'm like, I got you, brother. I can't compute either. So doctors speaking a different language. Grant and Sydney, they're trying to speak a different language because the English specific words, easy words though, like basic sayings, not like sentences or like it'd be things like simple, sample, words like that, kill, basic, one word type deals where like even a child can repeat them. So, so that's what they're uh, trying to avoid, trying to avoid basic words and they're using a different language to prevent it. When Laurel Ann is outside the DJ's room and they're just mm -hmm. watching her as she just banging her face off the glass. And then eventually she just like backs up and stares at them. Did you think of like a cat getting ready to vomit a hairball? Yeah, just because she, <laughs> she, she started doing that and like just puked her insides all over the window. The whole entire window was covered. I would have been like, fuck, I am not cleaning that up. So like this happens and then they take refuge in like a different room and it's Sydney and Grant. And did you notice all the stuff she wrote on the walls? Yeah, how how long were they in there? Right. Holy shit. She like wallpapered the entire room with words. Yeah, she's looking like she's straight out of fucking the number 23 with Jim Carrey. Just fucking writing all over the place. So that scene in particular, Sydney's fucking partying at this point. She's drinking. She doesn't want anything to do with this whole situation. And I don't blame her. You know, she's just trying to enjoy the last few minutes of her life by getting drunk. And that's it. And then we see like, Grant's trying to work through some shit. He's trying to figure out what's causing this. If there's anything that can be done, like next step, whatever. He's trying to figure out if there's any way he could help. And he notices that she starts saying the same thing over and over a few times. And like, he noticed it right away. Like, oh fuck, you know, she's infected. And then you determine that the word itself is infected. So you have to get rid of the word or kill the word, whatever it is. So she kept saying, uh, kiss or kisses yeah, kill. kisses well she kept saying kiss kiss or whatever and then that's when he's like kisses kill kisses kill kisses kill or and like trying to break the word trying to like get her to say something other than the word kiss and it like took her out of that that trance that she was in and apparently cured her so she was fine after he's like repeated kisses kill kisses kill kisses kill over and over and over yeah, and then and, they started making out yeah like, no chemistry this whole time, this whole movie, at all. All of a sudden, they're just making out. It's fine. I mean, sometimes I guess you have to throw that stuff into the mix, you know. They just got horny while they were waiting to die, apparently. I guess so. I mean, hey, those type of situations, maybe people need to get laid. So one last I, one last time before you go out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You ever see the movie Don't Look Up? Yeah, it's almost like that scene on top of the roof where everyone's, it's like a ginormous orgy. Dude, that movie is a fucking blur to me. It was like, it was so long and there were so many people in it. Oh my God, it, there was a ton of people in that movie. It's literally jam-packed with stars. It's long too, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite long. I like it. I thought it was a good movie. I've seen it, it was twice good. at this point. Oh, yeah. two hours and 25 minutes. All right, it's not that bad. It's not as bad it, as fucking Oppenheimer, which I saw the other day. Oh yeah, did you like that? It was good. It was just long. You know, people are like praising it as like one of the best movies of the year. Like, I, I just don't think it's that good. Yeah, you don't see it. No, it's literally one good thing in the movie happens. And that's the explosion, I'm sure. Exactly. See? That's what the whole point is. That's just it. The rest of it is just like dialogue, talking, talking. 
Ah, uh, yeah. See, couple, too much. Couple sex scenes for no reason, you know. Oh, of course, just because. So, like, when there's too much dialogue in a movie, sometimes it just makes me drone out. Somehow, I just get lost in these words. Like, if I was part of this movie, I'd be fucked, dude, because there's so much talking happening that if I was there, I'd probably be one of those zombies in no time because everyone's repeating the same exact words and everyone's talking. I'd be like, okay, I'm tired. I would want to be a zombie. You would want to be? Fucking infect me. Okay. Just yeet you off uh, this existence? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, By the way, Barbie movie ruled. I don't give a shit. I want to see it. I heard it's really good. Dude, I went in not wanting to see it and I was so just like, ugh, whatever. It's not my thing. So... I went the lowest expectations, right? Fucking uh, laughing my balls off. The majority of that movie, just nonstop laughing. And I, I was like cry laughing, you know, not just a <laughs> me, like me literally tears coming out of my eyes laughing. That's awesome. It so was, it's not, so when I watch it, it's not going to be funny. No, of course not. You're going to be like, this sucks. I hate life. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really can't wait to see it. I've heard nothing but good things from everyone. I know. No, I, I can say like, I can guarantee you this is a good movie. It's it is a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's why you go to the movies. You want to be entertained. You're entertained as fuck in that movie. Do an but, episode on it. Uh, yeah, on, on um April Fool's Day maybe. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I did see like, um the new Ninja Turtles movie the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that was good? fucking awesome. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, uh, well I, worth it. Uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's fucking Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but it's also Seth Rogen, who I typically can't stand. Yeah, did he do his Seth Rogen laugh? <laughs> no, because I think I think he was Bebop or Rocksteady. That's the thing about that movie, though, is like the cast is stacked, but not a lot of the cast members actually speak. So if they do, it's like one or two words. Cool. But let's get back into it. Grant figures out how to cure people via these words. And he's like, it's time to rock and roll. Got to get back on the radio. And they get back on the radio. And he's trying to explain to this Pontypool town that the word, you have to just relate it to something else and not get stuck on the word. So kisses kill, simple as sample, things like that. Just completely not opposite, not like, like ceiling floor, just ceiling living room chair, that type deal. Just completely different. And that's how you were curing people. I guess. Yeah. So it was because was, he literally recites like half a fucking dictionary of words that mean other things or should mean other it, things. Exactly. To make, to make this whatever go away. Um, that's it. And I think that's, I know I said that I had a favorite part of the movie before, but I think I like the part where there's not a happy ending again. You know, sometimes not everything is a happy ending and that's okay. So that's, that's the, life. The ending was essentially um, Grant and Sydney saying fuck it because you can hear the countdown outside did you notice that of the, i did of notice the bomb? that and they were saying it in a different language to be safe and i assume that it's them getting ready to drop a fucking nuke oh yeah that or uh like a firebomb that yeah. type deal like we did in fucking 28 days later yep um napalm napalm that's it make a napalm bomb but i love that it was in a different whatever language the french yeah it was french okay yeah so the ending uh i get it they were just like, all right, well, we're fucked, but we're going to do whatever we can to try to save the world. And the they last thing you out see, again. yeah, and then they start making out again. The last thing you see is Sydney just basically jump on top of Grant and kiss him. And then it goes black. And they're like, we are just assuming now at this point that 
you know, a nuclear bomb or whatever just fucking got dropped. And then that's the end of the movie. Did you know there was a post credit scene? I did not notice there was a post credit scene. I figured that was the end of it. And I just hopped off and did the podcast with you. I mean, it's very irrelevant to the movie. It's basically just Sydney and uh, Grant talking like as news reporters, essentially like talking to the camera. And I love the, it reminded me of Sin City, the colors. It was black oh, and white yeah. almost, but it was very Sin mm-hmm. City style. Oh, like the high contrast? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Sin City is like arguably one of my favorite movies. I love that fucking movie. You're going to have so to go back smart. and just catch the uh, catch the after credit scene. Yeah, I'll have to go take a look. I had no idea there was an after credit scene in that. I figured, well, it's not a Marvel movie, so I might as well just fucking go. Dude. I know Marvel kind of set the tone for post-credit scenes, but this shit's been happening before Marvel. Uh, clearly, because this is uh, 2005. When did Marvel really get ramped up, other than, like, Spider-Man? It would have been the first Captain America movie, I believe, which would have been 2011. Okay, that I was thinking it was 2011. So, yeah, that was the very first one. Okay. When Marvel so that, started uh, shit. Yeah, so Spider-Man, that kicked off, um, like, early 2000s, late 90s, something like that. Um, yeah, that was early. And then Captain America came along and that's when everything started going fucking off the rails. Well, no, like Iron Man. Iron Man was before Captain America, right? Um, yeah, 2008. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, 2008, that's when Iron Man came out. Then a few years later, Captain America. And then that's when like everything just starts coming out because the movie executives realize like, oh, fuck, there's a ton of money in these movies. So I don't blame them. But, uh, Corey, what do you give Pontypool? I give this four out of five dead kids. Um, I absolutely love this movie. I know we talked about it starting slow, but Mm -hmm. you get past that initial 20 minutes or so and shit just hit the fan. Um, To me, like I I got a sense of realism from this movie. It seemed like everything was like it could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Everything in the movie that happened was believable. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love the cinematography. As you said, it was in pretty much one room, but the lighting and stuff was really cool. Um, The score was great. And Stephen McCaddy acted his ass off. He was great in it. I will say that. He was awesome. So yeah, four to five dead kids. I love this movie. Uh, Speaking of dead kids, we completely went past one of our bullet points in this. We missed dead kids. Another Yes, another dead kid. We have now officially made our way back into the dead kid movie game. Remember, yeah. like, it was a scene. It was a very weird death because this little girl, the girl at the beginning that was starting to, like, repeat things over and over, like, part of the family group, whatever, uh, she was in there. She was still hanging out. Sydney said something of Grant Run, and she kept repeating Grant Run, Grant Run, or whatever, over and over. So Grant decides to just kick the shit out of this kid, and they both start kicking the shit out of this kid, and she's dead. And yeah, a kid. A kid. Yeah. And then you see like the kid dead on the floor and, you know, the blood coming out of the brain. And yeah, there's your dead kid in this movie. Sure so God. now we're, now we're back. We're back. We're back to dead yeah. kids. We're back to it. Back at it. Why do we not have any merch with something about dead kids on them? I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> one of the coffee mugs. But I um I didn't want to give it a four. So I gave it a 3.75 out of five. I thought it was good. It's something different. It definitely uh, definitely caught me off guard, uh, that the whole story. So I did like that. Score was good. Cinematography was good as well. Towards the end, I feel like really just started falling apart. And uh, that's like a lot of that towards the end started really swaying my opinion from maybe a solid four out of five to that. So 3.75 out of five, not a bad movie by any means, but towards the end, just kind of like, eh, it didn't do it for me. 
I can see it. It did kind of spiral mm. at the end, but honestly, I thought it was smart. It was a smart movie. It did feel like it dragged on for a while. So I will say that too. But this is no deterrent of watching that movie, though. It's definitely a unique movie. Definitely should be seen. I liked it. Didn't love it. That's all. Are you pretty close to loving it? Close to loving it. Not perfect, though. All right. Well, I'll take a 3.75. That's respectable. It's a respectable amount. At least I think. We need to get you to just do whole numbers, though, from now on. Why? Because this points point shit is dumb. What? Fuck you. Don't, don't do it anymore. No. Average that. You don't see fucking 3.2 stars on IMDb for a movie, do you? Well, that's their problem. You know what? I'm they looking don't at, have, I'm what? Looking, I have the Iron Man's page up right now, and it says 7.9 out of 10. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I doing it wrong the whole time? Edit. Edit the last one. <laughs> no, like, no, we're not editing. We ain't edit. <laughs> we're not editing any of that. Hey, I ain't fine with whole numbers. I just didn't want to give it a four. Didn't want to give it a three. So that's why I was like, I'll give it a higher end 3.75. But if you want to do round numbers, we'll go four. Now you're going to give it a four. Okay. If we want to talk round solid numbers, it's, okay. not a, it's not a three. So thank you. Thank you, dad. Nope. All right, everyone. Be sure to like, follow and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter. I'm sorry. X, Instagram, threads and YouTube. Leave us a five star review on all podcast platforms so we can get some more exposure. Of course, be sure to tell your friends. Uh, we're also a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Be sure to visit ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. They are an awesome podcast network with shows ranging from wrestling to heavy metal to horror. A lot of good stuff on there. Definitely check that out. Visit 30screamsatless.com for all previous episodes and transcripts to go with those episodes. And if there's anything you want us to review, send an email to 30screamsatless at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Use that hashtag 30screamsatless and we'll talk that way. And we also have merch coming soon. The store's not up yet, but we're working on it. It's going to be awesome. We got a bunch of products. If you want to preview it, technically, you could go to the website and see it. I'm not going to take any orders, though, because I'm still trying to make sure everything is good before it ships. I don't want any half-ass shit. You can see it. Just go to 30screamsofless.com. You'll see it up there. Yeah, there's a link up the top for the shop. Yep, exactly. Go right to the website. You'll see that link right there. Check it out. I just threw it up there because I needed to do testing, and uh, we don't have enough traffic yet. So I didn't think it would be a big deal. That's fine. It'll be be, uh, up soon. Yeah. Sure. And you all better buy it. Yeah, definitely buy some merch. There's a lot of a lot of work and effort went into all of this crap. And I got to pay for hosting. We need a faster server, dude. Look, do you ever notice how slow it is? Yes, I have. What GoDaddy, is GoDaddy sucks, by the way. That's what it is? Okay. okay. Yeah. GoDaddy is awful. I will say this till I'm blue in the face. They're fucking awful. They're awful. They extorted me to pay for email, even though I had email forwarding with them for like a decade. They're like, oh, we're switching to something else, so you're going to have to pay this plan, too. And I'm like, that's not my problem. That's a you problem. All right. So word of advice, the website is www.30screamsorless.com backslash shop backslash. Type that into your browser. Hit enter. Go take a shit. Come back. It might be up by the time you get back. Yep. Yep. I'm uh, I'm working on the speeds. I'm going to have to find a new provider, I think, because GoDaddy is just too slow for what uh, what we need. Can we host our own? Uh, if we had a server, Natural. which means people would, yeah, people would need to really buy our merch like crazy. Then we can buy a server, and then you, you can it? have your, yeah, then you, you can, it your uh, first. whatever. Yeah, I don't actually know. I, I do know a little bit how to do that. Not enough to be like, I'm, I've got this, and then everyone's hacking it, and then I'm just like, fuck. We don't want none of that. No, no, I don't want that nightmare. All right, everyone. I'm Steve, and I'm Corey. 
And thanks for listening to 30 Screams or Less. And don't forget to drink your beans. I mean, 28 days later, they're obviously getting infected by blood. That's blood transmission. So that's how 38, uh, 30 days. No, our podcast is 30, 30 screams. I almost said 30, but um, are you okay? 20, yes, I'm working through it. Did you just have a stroke? Yeah, basically. <laughs>